State Sycamores are tournament champions. The Ramblers of Loyola, Chicago, and Missouri State is Missouri Valley Conference tournament champion. Northern Iowa back in the NCAA tournament. Wichita State Shockers, winners of the Missouri Valley Conference. The Inside the Valley podcast is previewing the big-time women's basketball matchup this week uh, on Friday between two undefeated teams in the Missouri Valley Conference is Northern Iowa. will host Drake, both 8-0 in conference play, going head-to-head in a game that should be a fantastic one. And right now, I'm pleased to be joined over the phone with the guy who called the action. He's been doing a number of games for us on the Valley on ESPN3 and the NBC TV network. Uh, Brad Wells up in Cedar Falls. Brad, how are you doing today? I'm doing real good, Derek. Thanks for having me. No, no problem. I really appreciate you taking the time. And I guess first, of all, first off, welcome to uh, the NBC TV Network family. You've been doing a number of games on both the men's and the women's side for uh, uh, us on the Val on ESPN three and our uh, NBC TV Network package. How are things been going so far, and, and how are you enjoying the games? Things have been going great. I've had uh, some fantastic games, so it's uh, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I had a couple of fun non-conference games back in. Uh, Back in December when the Indiana State men beat 15th-ranked Butler and uh, had the Loyola men their win over San Diego State. So uh, uh, I'm usually seeing some teams uh, perform pretty well when I'm there. So uh, hopefully that carries over into this Friday's basketball game. Yeah, let's jump into that one. It should be a real, real great, fantastic game up in Cedar Falls, I guess. First off, let's start with Northern Iowa. Uh, I think a lot of people know what Lizzie Wendell and, and what Drake has done. She's been so fantastic, such a great scorer. But when you look at you and I, uh, what one thing that most folks don't know, Madison Weekly playing really, really well. She's actually fourth in the league in scoring at 15.4 points per game. The Panthers have so many different weapons, and they get the job done in different ways on the floor. What do you think might be some of those keys for them to actually uh, get that home win this Friday? Well, a key for you and I, I think, might be trying to establish uh, a little bit of inside game. Uh, Megan Moss, a true freshman for you and I, uh, maybe on some people's radar. I think she's got one Missouri Valley Conference Newcomer of the Week mm-hmm. honor, um, but she is uh, she's a she's a steady force for them inside, and, she, and she'll need to play big for uh, for the U and I Panthers. Obviously, yeah, Madison Weekly uh, does her thing, but uh, it's kind of interesting the similarities how. Uh, They've got maybe four or five different players uh, that all have the capabilities to get into uh, double figures. you got Weekly, Megan Mott, Ellie Herzberg has been an absolute monster this year. Uh, then you have Hannah Schoenhart and uh, um, uh, Michaela Morgan, another kid that uh, has that potential uh, to get 10 or more points per game. I was going to ask you about uh, Ellie Her- Herzberg. She's just a sophomore. She's actually averaging 10.9 points per game herself. Uh, being so young, most folks not may not even be aware of her game. What sets her apart? Why has she been so successful for the Panthers this year? Well, Derek, she just plays at a different speed, I think, than most uh, most of the kids that she's playing against. She's she's a track star from high school, and she uses that out on the basketball floor. She is never not running as fast as she possibly can, whether it's on a defensive assignment, running down to the offensive side. If she's got the ball in her hand, she's so dangerous because she's so fast. She can get from one end to the other. Uh, a lot of her points can come on breakaway plays, and uh, and then she's very crafty with the basketball in a, in a half-court set as well. So she's one of those players that can kind of go create their own shot 
uh, something that, uh, you know, not too many teams have a player like that. You know the, the the Panther program pretty well up there, covering them for Panther Sports Talk and for so many years. Uh, when the Panthers have this kind of success, uh, it never see it always seems to be that they're a very even keeled team. They they always seem to sort of uh, maintain great composure uh, and have things together in order to control. Uh, what's been the mindset sort of of the team uh, going through the winning streak over here over the last few weeks through conference play? Yeah, you know I think a lot of that starts with the. Uh... Uh, with the coaching staff, Tanya Warren, the head coach, uh, the assistant, Brad Nelson, Adam DeJody, really set that tone of just a, a calmness about the team and even keelness, and they really get the players to buy into the day-to-day process. And I know coaches all across the country are talking about, you know, one day at a time, most important game is that very next game. And sure. uh, somehow they, they just get the kids to kind of buy into that philosophy. They don't look too far ahead. And they really focus on trying to get better each uh, each and every day. But uh, this is a team that's really grown a lot from the beginning of the season. Um, I know Coach Warren was open at the beginning of the season about saying, you know, I was a little surprised that we were picked second in the Missouri Valley Conference. So much respect around the league for Coach Warren and uh, the job that she has done over her tenure here at UNI. And uh, I think that's really continuing here this season, even though – They've got some young kids. You know, you got a true freshman in the starting lineup. Uh, you got uh, kids back from injury. You got a, a transfer that has come in and um, playing playing some minutes. And sometimes it takes a, a while for for those kids to kind of gel. But you know, a win over a top twenty five Kansas State team back in December yeah. really just kind of propelled this UNI team to where they're really believing in the process because they saw some results early in that season. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about that. Uh, Let's jump over to Drake now. And I guess what most folks know about them, scoring, scoring, scoring. The Bulldogs came get the ball up the floor. Uh, Lizzie Wendell, seventh in the nation and scoring at 22.6. The Bulldogs as a team, actually 10th in the country and scoring at 83.2. I mean, how, how do can you slow them down? I mean, what that's going to be a tall task for the <laughs> Panthers to do that. I I gotta imagine. Yeah, well, this last uh, Sunday when I had their game against Indiana State uh, with Laura, it looked like Indiana State was going to try and slow them down. They have one of the best defenses uh, in the conference, and Drink still scores seventy six points in that game and, and and get the win going away in the fourth quarter. Uh, just so so dynamic their offense they've got a number of different players that they put in position to get open shots take open shots and uh, it seems like everybody's got that confidence uh, to knock it down when they're open Uh, I think one of the big keys um, for Drake and I'm actually going to steal a comment from from coach Warren that I heard uh, from her yesterday Caitlin Engel really makes everything go of course uh, this last Sunday became Missouri Valley Conference's career assist leader but she's She's really that facilitator that can help get that offense in motion, get it rolling, and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be a challenging test again for Drake this Friday. Not only Indiana State uh, do they have the best defense uh, in the conference as far as numbers go, but U and I is usually one of those teams that has their opponent scouted so well, and uh, the kids seem to lock into the scouting reports pretty well. So it uh, this could be uh, not only is it the matchup of the two Titans as far as the uh, the conference standings go, but uh, you may have the best defense uh, against one of the best offenses as Drake's offense is just so fun to watch. Well, one person individual I'd like to ask about, uh, as you saw Drake, uh, Becca Hittner, a freshman. We don't, we don't see 
you, you don't know what's coming from freshmen coming into the league, and she's been just outstanding. She's been newcomer of the week in the Valley. She's actually this week's newcomer of the week in women's basketball, but she's also playing very, very well. She's actually 12th in the league in scoring. Uh, what did you think about her uh, play on the floor? Well, she is a really tough matchup. Six foot, she's a guard. She's It almost looks like she's the next Lizzie Wendell yeah. for the Drake Bulldogs because she's got – She's got the size. She's got that range. She can shoot from outside. Uh, she can go inside and post up. I mean, it's, it's really eerie how similar uh, she is to Lizzie Wendell, and she is certainly going to be a good one. And my first look at her on Sunday was, wow, this kid is only a freshman. That's, uh, that's pretty surprising because she plays, uh, she plays with the confidence and just kind of carries herself in a manner that, uh, that you don't expect from uh, an underclassman, let alone – a true freshman, yeah. Be- Becca Hittner, she uh, uh, she is the front runner for the Missouri Valley Conference Freshman of the Year as we're halfway through the conference standings, and uh, it's tough to see anything that might slow her down. Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be a fun one on Friday night on the Valley and ESPN three. Uh, Drake and Northern Iowa, two teams undefeated right now, but someone's going to have one loss when the uh, final horn sounds on Sunday or Friday. Excuse me. Uh, you're a busy guy with us now. You're doing men's basketball, women's basketball, and you've also uh, been part of our track and field coverage as well for our uh, track and field championships, indoor and outdoor. So uh, we're excited to have you uh, be part of our Valley family, Brad. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Derek. It's been fun. I was actually diving into some track notes uh, this past weekend in between uh, Wichita and Des Moines. I was driving from game to game <laughs> and uh, had a, had a co-pilot uh, this weekend. So I, I was getting updated on some of my track nice. notes already for the end of February. It's going to be here before you know. We're already prepping for the Swimming and Diving Championship, which is our next one coming up. But uh, track will be right after that. So uh, you keep up the good work, sir, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you again real soon. Thank you very much. Sounds good. Ready to discover the newest marvel on the Mississippi? Hoops in the Heartland is returning to the Quad Cities. Don't miss the 2017 Missouri Valley Conference Women's Basketball Championship, March 9th through 12th at the iWireless Center in Moline. Presented by Aetna. For tickets, call 800-745-3000 or visit mvcquadcities.com. Get your tickets and experience hoops in the Heartland. Continuing here on the Inside the Valley podcast, Derek Dockett, Associate Commissioner, New Media and Technology with you. A preview, big game in the women's basketball schedule this Friday as two undefeated teams in the league go head-to-head as Drake and Northern Iowa, both 8-0 and in Missouri Valley Conference play. Meet in Cedar Falls at the McLeod Center, a game that will be able to be seen live on the Valley on ESPN3 at 7 o'clock Central. Uh, right now, I'm pleased to be joined by the, the radio voice of the Drake Bulldogs, Hunter Phillips. Hunter, thanks for taking time out of your schedule. I really appreciate it, sir. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like you said, Derek, uh, everyone around the Valley is focused on this game, especially here in Iowa. Everyone's excited about this game around here in Des Moines. Uh, a lot of people are excited about this Drake women's basketball program. And, I mean, you talk about this matchup. Both teams are on a long winning streak. They've been playing really well for a, a long stretch. And so it's all going to culminate into uh, the battle for MVC supremacy on Friday, and it's sure to be a good, good game. Yeah, absolutely. Before we jump into the game, you, you mentioned something there. I'm, I'm kind of curious about uh, even going back to last year as the Bulldogs have had a string of success over the last couple of years. 
what's the support been like there? It's, it seems like they've sort of really uh, taken hold of the team. The, the fan support has sort of uh, reached new levels there now that the Bulldogs are having so much success on the court. And I see that uh, their involvement off the court also plays a factor in that as well. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the support for this team has been absolutely huge. And I think a, a big part of that, you know, uh, we've got a wonderful community at Drake, first and foremost. We've got a lot of knowledgeable fans who, who love the game. And really, the, the whole state of Iowa is delved deep in the basketball when you look at the success of, of Drake, Northern Iowa, Iowa State, and Iowa. But in terms of this women's team, I mean, you just have a special group here. Uh, Coach Baranchek, she's from the Des Moines area, and she's recruited around the state. So that gets people interested in this team. Um, but then, you know, when you bring in great opponents, uh, you know, like you said last year in non-conference playing and this year as well, um, I tell you what, we had a heck of an atmosphere when we played against uh, the University of Iowa last month, and we're able to pick up the win. Um, I mean, I, I've never been a part of a more exciting game in the NAP Center than that one, bringing in that many fans uh you know, when opposing coaches come into the NAP Center, they say it feels like a high school game because of just the arena, the layout of the NAP Center. And so, I mean, you couple that all in with uh, with what this team has been able to accomplish. I mean, Caitlin Mingle, who was just uh, uh, honored as being the uh, NBC's leader in career assists, uh, she still has a, a little ways to go to build onto that. But she's from the Des Moines area, went to Southeast Polk, and she was really uh, the first recruit that Coach Baranchek brought in. Uh, because she wanted to recruit around the city, around the state, and Ingle was the first to, to be able to accept that. And, uh, you know, to be able to bring in that local talent, I think, brings in a lot of fans. And then, you know, what they do off the court as well, just the special group, um, you know, with, with everything that they do, it just brings a lot of people in. And and I tell you what, on Sunday against Indiana State, we had another great crowd, about 2,500 people showed up. And, uh, I was a little worried because, you know, the, the Green Bay Packers were playing. There are a lot of Packer fans <laughs> here in Des Moines. And, uh, you know, we had to battle that. But I tell you what, we had a huge crowd for that game. And, uh, you know, it, it always makes for a lot of fun. But, you know, because of the style of play that this team plays, up-tempo, uh, brings a lot of people into the stands. Yeah, you lead in right to my next uh, question about the style of play. And obviously you start with Drake's offense. Uh, you look no further than Lizzie Window, obviously, uh, currently ranking in in uh, upper division of the country, actually number uh, seven in scoring at 22.6 uh, points per game. And the offense of the team, uh, number 10 in the country at 83 points a game. Uh, it's got to be fun to watch that kind of basketball, but – how are they able to make it work so well? Obviously, Lizzie Wendell's a big part of that, but you got to have a great supporting cast to make that uh, offense work. Absolutely, you have to. And when you talk to Caitlin Lingle and when you talk to Lizzie Wendell, uh, they say it's their teammates. I mean, they're two selfless players. Caitlin Lingle will tell you the reason why she's up there and assists is because of the great supporting cast that she has around her. Uh, but certainly it's an exciting style of play. Uh, I don't know if they're still tied for second with UConn and assists per game in the country, but whenever you're tied with UConn in any kind of statistical category, that, that's pretty darn good. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you look at this roster all the way around. Uh, Sandy Backroad, to me, has been the X factor for this Bulldogs team all season long. She's started every single game since her freshman year. She's really improved as a shooter. At one point this year, she was ninth in the country in three-point field goal percentage. I still think she's in the top five, maybe three in the Valley right now. And then in front of her is Becca Hittner, who is 
you know, we see this every year, Derek, where not one, but maybe a couple of first-year players just immediately come into this program and are able to produce, be able to be an effective player. Uh, Becca Hittner has been so huge. And let's not forget that she missed the first handful of games this year. And she's really started to catch on here in conference play. Nearly had her second straight double-double in that game against Indiana State. Uh, but then you, you just look at the bench. Uh, Nicole Miller provides a big spark for us. Paige Greiner's been shooting the ball well lately, which is very dangerous considering she led the conference in three-point shooting last year. Um, she's really started to heat up. And I think what's really made a, a big difference for this team is Becca Jonas coming back. Had such a, a great freshman season, but then unfortunately, unfortunately without all of last season, uh, she's really come back with a vengeance. And I tell you what, uh, she's continuing to get better and better. And then our, the other two freshmen, Maya Mert and Brenny Rose, continue to be impressive. Uh, they're just getting better as conference play goes on, especially Brenny Rose. She's become more confident driving the basketball. So when you look at all that, we're not even talking about Maddie Dean and Sarah Ryan, who are back-to-back NPC freshmen of the year, who aren't playing right now. I mean, you look at, despite not having Ryan and Dean, what the Bulldogs have on their roster, it's going to lead to a lot of points on the board, and defenses just have a tough time being able to stop them, including the senior duo of senior uh, 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 Lizzie Wendell and Caitlin Engle. Yeah, and also sounds like the future could be uh, pretty significant well with uh, how loaded the roster uh, appears to be. Um, when you think about this matchup, Northern Iowa seems to be a pretty steady team, and they actually own a, a pretty significant win of their own. Uh, you talked about Drake's win, uh, non-conference Northern Iowa getting a win over Kansas State at home. They're a pretty good team at home, and this game, this first matchup here uh, being in Cedar Falls, uh, the home court uh, advantage could play a little bit of a role, but how the Bulldogs fared on the road in these kinds of uh, the games on the road, what what, what could be a, a, a key to the game for them as they take on the Panthers on a – uh, road contest. Well, luckily, Derek, the Bulldogs have had a lot of road experience this year. I mean, they played at Wisconsin Green Bay, who are now in the top 25. They're the best mid-major program in the country. Uh, they played at Nebraska and, and won pretty uh, decisively there, played a really good second half. That may have been a, one of the turning points on the season for this team. They played at Iowa State, uh, led for most of that game, played at Creighton, played at North Dakota, I mean, those are really tough places to play. So they're used to playing in those tough environments. They play down in New Orleans as well at the two-lane classic. So, you know, non-conference play at the beginning of the year, I, I think that really tested this team well. And you got to give a lot of credit to Coach Jenny Baranchek for scheduling uh, the non-conference the way that she did because she wanted to challenge her team early on for, you know, this kind of game that's going to be coming up on Friday. Uh, you know, the, the key for, for me, for the Bulldogs on the road, uh, you know, interestingly enough, we're going to have a busload of fans from, from Drake that are going to make their way up to the McLeod Center. I think that this is the second or third year that they're doing that, and they have a waiting list now. Wow. So there's going to be some blue up there at the McLeod Center, but certainly a lot of people are going to be there. Um, and, you know, it, it's going to be a, a pressurous game. There's no doubt about it. A lot of attention put on the game, uh, even though we're still, you know, halfway through the conference season. Um you know, I, I think for them, you know, when they've played well on the road, uh, they've won the teams with second-chance opportunities. They have to do well uh, rebounding the basketball, uh, just boxing out. And hopefully we get Courtney Rush back in this game on Friday. Uh, she's uh, She missed the game at Indiana State, but she does a good job of boxing out on the bench and has provided, you know, a lift for us um, off the bench all season long. 
Um, but having Becca Jonas, Becca Hittner, who's been rebounding the ball well, Bernie Rose and Maya Mert, all are going to have to do a good job of, of making sure they know where they're at. Um, and then communicating on the defensive end, it's going to be tough uh, on the road to be able to do that. But the Bulldogs have really started to pick up uh, how they play defensively on the road. And then finally, when this team is just playing loose and aggressive, they're very dangerous. They just need to go out and have fun. I'm sure Coach Baranchet's going to tell them that, hey, you know, it's just a game. We've got to go out, have fun, play our brand of basketball. And so when, whenever they do that, good things happen. But, again, it's easier said than done because Northern Iowa is a team that doesn't make very mistakes and they take advantage of, of turnovers and Drake. They like to take a lot of chances on the offensive side, which works, but against you and I, you just have to be careful, which makes this such an intriguing game because you have two contrasting styles. But if the Bulldogs just you know, keep level-headed throughout this game, they're going to have plenty of fans up there. Um, I think it could result in a win for them. That's Hunter Phillips. He's the voice of the Drake Women's Basketball Program. Give him a follow on Twitter at HP on Air. Hunter, I really appreciate your insight, sir, and sit back and enjoy this game. It should be a fun one, and I think what, what most folks don't remember, these two, two teams have to play again in, in Des Moines later on in February, so we still got a, a lot of basketball to play even after this one. Yeah, absolutely, Derek. It's been a pleasure to, to talk about this this team. I mean, I'm, I consider myself the luckiest guy in the world. This is my first season calling games on uh, 1350 ESPN. I was doing Drake women's games the last three years on the campus station. So to be here for this special season, it really means a lot. And, you know, be, you know I got to see some good games between you and I and Drake in the past, and I've never been up to the class center to watch a game, so... Uh, this will be a great first game to watch up there to be able to call. And uh, Like you said, everyone in the Valley is going to be focused on this game for very good reason. I mean, these, both of these teams are well-coached. There's a lot of star power. Madison Week is a phenomenal player for you and I. Going up against Caitlin Engle, uh, probably one of the top point guard battles in the country on Friday night. Uh, it's it's going to make for an exciting game, and I'm really looking forward to it. Don't miss your chance to see who will hoist the hardware at the 2017 Missouri Valley Conference Indoor Track and Field Championship. Presented by Cedar Falls Utilities, KXCL Radio, and the Waterloo Courier. Get to the UNI Dome in Cedar Falls, Iowa, February 25th and 26th as the Valley crowns its champions. For tickets and more information, call 319-273-4849 or visit unipanthers.com. The Missouri Valley Conference, where champions make history. Looking forward to a big basketball game in the Missouri Valley Conference this Friday as two undefeated teams in the league go head-to-head with 8-0 Drake. We'll visit 8-0 Northern Iowa, a game that can be seen live on the Valley on ESPN3 at 7 o'clock Friday night. And one of the people that will be calling the action is Laura Leonard. Laura's been a part of our NBC television network and Valley on ESPN3 for a number of years, and she'll be there alongside Brad Wells to see that exciting game. Laura, how are you doing? It's been a while since I've talked to you. I'm I'm doing very well and uh, very excited about uh, what's gone on so far in the season and very excited about this upcoming game on Friday. Yeah, it should be a good one. Uh, it's been a, it's been only a few times in league history we've had two teams make it this deep into conference play undefeated, and now that they're going head to head, it gives gives us something uh, extraordinary fortunate to look forward to, which will be a great game. Um, let's start with Drake because. Uh, what they've been able to do, especially on the offensive side of the ball, has been nothing short of impressive. Um, I've talked to 
uh, Brad Wells and uh, Hunter Phillips, the radio voice for Drake Women's Basketball. And we talked a little bit about what Lizzie Wendell's done, what Caitlin Ingle's done now, uh, be now becoming the all-time uh, uh, career assist leader in Valley history. But uh, from your perspective, I'm curious, um, what makes Drake just so impressive uh, game in and game out? You know, I, you mentioned the the two people that really kind of make this team go, and Lizzie Wendell and and Caitlin Engel. Um, but I also think they have a really nice supporting cast uh, that sometimes go unnoticed or underrated. And you've got players like Sammy Backroat and Becca Hitner, a freshman who's stepped in and and really picked up scoring and and rebounding for the Bulldogs. And and I think one of the biggest things that I notice in watching Drake play is doesn't matter who's on the floor. It doesn't matter who's scoring. Doesn't matter who's making the big play. They just want to win. And so if Lizzie Wendell would come out of a ball game with only 10 points and somebody else would step up big with 25, they all would be so excited. And the main thing is, did they get the win? And I think that's what's so impressive is just the, uh, team chemistry of this Bulldog team and their focus on what their goals are for the season. Northern Iowa definitely no such at all. I mean, they're eight and zero for a reason. Uh, and I think one thing that sort of flies on the radar, they've got a huge home court uh, win in the non-conference part of the schedule over Kansas state, who was number 24 at the time. Um, the Panthers to me, and I said this before that they always seem to be so even keeled that they don't ever get too high. They don't ever get too low. They just always sort of do the job. Um, and it starts, obviously, you look at their guard play. Uh, and even going back to last year, they were so well-rounded. Uh, this year, it seems to be more of the same, and that they also have, like you said, a, a great supporting cast as well uh, on their team. Yeah, they do. I mean, they're, they're very similar uh, to the Bulldogs as far as the, the continuity of the offense and, and how they run things. And they have a, a player that obviously is their go-to player in Madison weekly, but they also have players that have come in and and stepped up to support her as well. And I think Ellie Herzberg, who has started some games, but coming off the bench provides a, a nice spark for them. And, and uh, Megan Moss is a, a freshman that has pl- been playing very, very well. And I think, um, as you said, they're just kind of that even-keeled team that they show up for work every day, they do their job, they go home, they come back the next day, and they do their job. And and that's just kind of what Northern Iowa has been um, is they play very good defense. They'll get after you. They'll show you some different looks, but they also have some weapons from the outside. And I think this might be a game where we see a lot of three-point shots go up. Yeah. That, that, I was going to ask you what you think, how, how the, the on-the-court game might turn out. We know Drake likes to fire it up. They're not shy about that at all. Could three-point shooting really be that much of a difference maker? Or is there some other part of the game that may be a, a, a different role that plays a major part in role, like something maybe defensively or, or the rebounding battle maybe? Yeah, you know, that's a good point. I, I think everybody looks to, to these two teams with uh, the ability to shoot the three and, and knowing that they – put up over, I think it's 23 and 26 uh, three-point field goal attempts a game. Um, so, you, you, I mean, that's the first thing that you go to. But I think one of the, the biggest battles might be down low uh, within the inside game, Megan Moss, Becca Jonas down low. Um, I think that might be a, a place that everybody's going to have to look and, and say, okay, that might be a turning point in this ball game. 
Um, I definitely think taking care of the basketball, Northern, Northern Iowa does not turn it over a ton and you got to value each possession. And so I I think that's a big part of it as well. And getting to the free throw line, I think that that may be where this game is, is won or lost is on the, uh, on the free throw line. Okay. If they can get to the line and, and uh, create some shots there. Okay. Interesting. We'll have to look for that. Um, I'm kind of curious, since you're up there in Iowa, what sort of uh, the the excitement? Is there, is there is there a little bit more growing excitement, a little bit buzz around this one? Because with the two teams uh, in our conference, obviously it's a little bit of a rivalry game there with Drake and Northern Iowa. But uh, those two teams are uh, two of the better ones in the state. I mean, they 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 tend to play the other state teams up there, and they're playing pretty good basketball lately. Getting more attention up there for for these for this game, at least maybe. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think um, everybody's attention after the weekend uh, games kind of turned to this game here in the state of Iowa. And and I think uh, I, I think you make a great point. I've talked to a lot of people and and they look at Drake and they look at Northern Iowa and they go, boy, that they may be the two best teams in the state of Iowa right now. And they're making some noise and and they're playing very good basketball and and you know, being undefeated to this point in the conference, uh, having this showdown is uh, certainly going to um, set the tone and, and kind of decide what's going to happen down the road and who's going to be that number one and who's going to be that number two seed. But people are talking about it here in the state of Iowa and uh, a big game up in Cedar Falls uh, on Friday. I think they're trying to create some interest up there. They want to get a big crowd yep. and I know that uh, Drake is is uh, packing some buses and taking them up to Cedar Falls to try to create a little space of their own uh, in the arena. So, yeah, I, there's some excitement building and, and uh, a lot of talk about both teams in the Valley. And I think the one thing that almost I don't it doesn't go unnoticed, but the one thing not to forget is that uh, even after this game, this is just the first meeting in the season on the conference schedule between these two. They'll still have to play the, the return game and. and the Knapp Center in, in Des Moines as well. Yeah, I think that one, uh, it, you know, depending on the outcome. Now, Northern Iowa won all three last year um, yeah. during the regular season and then the uh, WNIT game. Um, so you have to believe the mindset of the Bulldogs going in. Um, you know, hey, they definitely want to get that monkey off their back. They want to be able to take a win and, and get it on the road. Um, but I think that uh, – depending on the outcome of this one on Friday night, the return game is going to be as equally important. And I think you're going to see a a huge crowd and and, uh, it's at a time in the season where a lot of high schools will be done with their basketball. And so more people might be able to get out and and watch that game and, and pack the arena. Should be a fun one. I don't think we allow you to eat popcorn while we're calling the games art. Do you? Oh, no, no, we don't get to do that. Wish we could, though. Sit back and, and relax and just let it unfold in front of us. There you go. I was going to suggest that, but you're actually going to be working, calling the game with Brad Wells and Valen ESPN3 Friday at 7 o'clock. Laura, I really appreciate you taking time to talk with me about this big game. Enjoy it. It should be a good one. I'll certainly be watching from here in St. Louis. Well, we're excited about it. I think it's going to be a good one. I think uh, we're anticipating a high-scoring game, and it's uh, going to be fun, and it's going to be intense. And uh, I think that's what Valley basketball is all about, so we're excited. 
Every road to St. Louis starts on the Missouri Valley Conference campus and converges under the gleaming reflection of Arch Madness. Don't miss the 2017 State Farm MVC Men's Basketball Championship March 2nd through 5th at Scott Trade Center. Presented by Fox Sports Midwest and Aetna. For tickets, call 800-745-3000. That's 800-745-3000 or visit archmadness.com. Get your tickets and get on the road to Arch Madness.